Are you ready to articulate yourself so well in conversations that getting friends came easily to you? Yes? Good! Because this is the Speak Up to Connect podcast, and I'm your host, Nicole Jean. I truly believe that a conversation is an investment in a relationship, and there is no other more important life skill than knowing how to strike up an engaging conversation with someone, authentically connect with another human being, and build a meaningful relationship. Want to know how to get this? Then let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another live stream or another um, uh, podcast episode. Today, we're talking about three simple things. Three simple things that you can do to make speaking easier for yourself. And these will be very helpful. These are things that you can start doing right now. Right now in your life. And let's get right into it. I want to jump right in and just give you all the gems, give you all the value. For those of you who are new here, my name is Nicole Jean and I am your people skills coach. And I help you converse with ease and confidence so that you can feel like second nature, engaging in small talk and, you know, engaging in conversation so that you can magically get more friends as an adult. And today we're talking about the three simple things that you can start doing now to make speaking easier for yourself. Number one, stop with a negative self-talk. Number one, stop with a negative self-talk. Did you know that the average person speaks at 100 words per minute when speaking out loud to other people. Like right now, when I'm speaking to you, the rate I'm going, the rate that I'm speaking, it's about 100 words per minute. However, when it comes to self-talk, when it comes to that internal dialogue where you're talking to yourself in your thoughts, the average person speaks a thousand minutes, I'm sorry, a thousand words per minute. A thousand words per minute, that's 10x the difference, 10x more than speaking out loud to another person. No wonder we're overwhelmed and stressed out and, you know, always doubting ourselves, always questioning ourselves because we hear us being our worst critic so much every day. We hear the words we tell ourselves over and over more than any other words that we say or hear from other people throughout the entire day. So no wonder we always question ourselves, we always doubt ourselves. No wonder it's so easy to doubt yourself. And let me ask you, do any of these mantras, do any of these thoughts sound familiar to you? I always freeze up in front of a crowd. I always say the wrong things. Just thinking about engaging in small talk makes me sick to my stomach. Everyone, everything always ends up the same way every time. No one will like me. I'm just, I'm just not as confident as other people. And of course, you know, these negative things you tell yourself, you would never tell your best friend. You would never tell people out loud publicly to your best friend, to your group of friends. But why do we say these things to ourselves? Why don't we treat ourselves like we would treat our best friend? Why is that? And, you know, for the majority of people, it's really hard to avoid negative self-talk. Even me, 
I'll admit, I still catch myself in the negative self-talk. It's so easy to slip into that slippery slope. Maybe negative self-talk is really to help protect you. Maybe it's to justify yourself for staying in so that you're not putting yourself out there and meeting people and being uncomfortable. Maybe it's comforting to say these things to yourself so that you can justify staying in your comfort zone. But what most people don't see is that negative self-talk steals from you. That is the biggest thing negative negative self-talk does is it steals from you. It steals your attention from the present and it it, it steals it steals from you because it keeps keeps you stuck in the past. In the past of what you've done, of the mistakes you've made, of your failures, it keeps you stuck. And so and stay tuned because when I get to point number three on the simple thing you can do right now that can make speaking easier, we're going to talk about how to get unstuck from the past. But I want to really flesh this first point about negative self-talk. Negative self-talk steals from your happiness because you cannot focus on the positives or the possibilities because your mind is, is just clouded by from the negatives from your past failures, your past mistakes. Negative self-talk steal the opportunities in your life. And so you need to look at the cost-benefit is that the negative self-talk actually steals from you more. It, it, it causes more problems than benefit. You know, your thoughts are incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. Your thoughts lead to your behavior and your actions your physical behavior, your physical actions. I'll give you a real life example of my own. So exercising is is hard for me. I know this goes for a lot of people. I admit exercising is really hard for me. It's hard for me to get motivated to exercise. And whenever I think about exercising, my initial thought is that I want to be lazy and I just, I want to skip it. And you know, it, it won't make a huge difference if I skip exercising today or maybe for the next two days. No one's going to know. My body won't look very different. I, I can skip it and no one, not, no one will die. No one will get hurt. It'll be okay. I'll be fine. But then, and the, but then when my thoughts focus on that, I'll focus on I want to be lazy. I want to skip it. Everything will be fine. I don't feel motivated to exercise. That leads to my actions where I don't physically go to exercise. I don't physically feel like exercising. But instead, if I focus my thoughts differently, if I focus my thoughts on something else, such as I love the feeling I get after I exercise. I love how I feel about myself after I exercise. I feel strong. I feel excited. I feel energized. I love the feeling of the endorphins circulating in my body. Or I think to myself, I am a person that values my health. I'm a person that feels that, that knows that health is important and exercising aligns with those values of who I am as a person. 
Now that's where my thought, that's where my focus is, and that will motiv- me, motivate me to exercise. That will change my actions from instead of being lazy and not exercising, now I feel excited to exercise. I am more likely to exercise. The possibility of me exercising is now went from possible to probable. And so your thoughts lead to actions. Your actions and your habits, you create actions. You create habits. Your habits and your actions create your future. And so when you have more positive self-talk with yourself, such as, I want to make more friends as an adult, or I know speaking well can lead to more opportunities in my life, Or, I have the ability to learn how to articulate myself well in conversations. I believe that I have the ability. I know that I can do this. This, Now, this positive self-talk is on loop in your brain. Remember, a thousand words per minute internally in your brain, going over and over and over. You're feeding your brain these new thoughts, this positive mindset. You're listening to yourself over and over. Hearing this over and over and over in your head, this will lead to you taking different actions, taking different behavior. And so number one simple thing that you can do to make speaking easier is stop with a negative self-talk. Let's start changing that. Which leads me to the second simple thing that you can do to make speaking easier is number two, Invest in quality conversations. Invest in quality conversations. This is one of my most important rules. And if you've been following me for the past several months, even the past several years here on social media, you know I say this over and over and over. And I will continue to say this over and over until every person on this planet learns this concept. And there are over 8 billion people on this planet. So I'll probably be talking about this rule for decades, probably for the rest of my life, because I completely believe in it. Always invest in quality conversations. A single, deep, meaningful conversation is worth more than several surface-level, small-talk conversations. People remember you when they feel like they connected with you. Few people remember the person who said hi while walking away. But people remember you when you connected with them. And especially for people who are introverts or people where social interactions, socially engaging with other people drains your energy, this strategy is so important. This is something that you need to be doing because you need to be strategic in how you invest your energy and your time when socially engaging with others. Because you have limited energy, you have limited time in social interactions, so leverage it when you are using it. Leverage it. So when you're having conversations, have them make them of quality. Go dive deep into the meaningful conversations. Talk about things that matter, that make people connect with each other, to kind of create that bond that makes people walk away saying, I really value that conversation. I really feel good about a person. I really feel like I connected with another human being. I'll give you an example. If you're watching the live stream, then or if you've seen me on social media, you've noticed that I usually have my hair up in some form or way. And I have really long hair. It's like down to the middle of my back. And I have a three-year-old toddler who loves to pull on my hair. 
it's like his favorite, one of his favorite pastimes. He just loves pulling on my hair. And I haven't quite found the courage to cut my hair shorter like a lot of my mom friends have done that like my own mom did uh, when I was young. And I know it's more efficient to have shorter hair when you're a parent, when you're a mom. It takes less time to wash, to dry your hair, to take care of your hair. And I admit, with long hair, it takes a long, you know, it takes quite a bit of time to wash it, to dry it, to um, care for it, to style it. But I cannot quite bring myself to cut my hair shorter yet because it's, I love my long hair. It's a beautiful part of my identity. And I'm still not ready to let that go. And so when people compliment me on, I like your hair, or I like your hairstyle, how you put it up, instead of me just saying thanks, saying thanks so much, thank you, thank you for the compliment, which is fine, you know, always thank someone for a compliment, but instead I go deeper and I tell a story. I tell them that I put my hair up because of my three-year-old, so I was pulling on my hair, and I am not quite ready to cut it short because I'm still cherishing my long hair as part of my identity. And my story, that story always get people smiling and feeling like they got to know me on a deeper level because that's what creates people's identity is these, these things, these visceral feelings that they have, you know, whether they have long hair and they love it or whether they're a parent and they love their child more than anything in the world, their child is their world. Maybe it's whether, hey, they're a perfectionist and they're trying to to let go and step out of their comfort zone, it's really hard. Or maybe they just moved to town and they haven't been able to make a lot of friends and it's, it's, it's tough. It's, you know, kind of tough making friends all over again. All those things are meaningful to people. Everyone can relate to those. And these conversations, they go so much deeper than how's the weather? How was your weekend? Seen any interesting movies yet? If being socially... If being social makes you feel awkward or drains your energy, you need to do this. You need to have more quality conversations because guess what? People will walk away feeling like they connected with you. Uh, you know, as humans, we are social creatures, 100%. And we thrive when we connect socially with other people. Life is about connections. Life is about relationships. You being a human being you are built to socialize and to connect with other people. And so quality, deep, meaningful conversations, they build value, they build connection between people. And so I always recommend always invest in quality conversations to build the strength in your relationships. And this is absolutely something I teach in Socially Awkward Bootcamp, my signature coaching program. I want you to picture this. You're at a social event. It's happy hour. It's evening. People are mingling about the restaurant. There's people, you know, glasses clinking, glasses of wine, glasses of maybe water, no judgment. Uh, people are clinking glasses, cheering, uh, and feasting on delicious delectable, delectable finger food that people are, waiters are walking around with little round trays. And you're standing there by yourself and across the room, you see someone whom you think would seem interesting talking to. You'd be interested in getting to know them. And normally, you'd be scared to death to walk up to that person, to walk all the way across the room. 
and normally you'd be standing at the far back corner of the room looking down at your phone pretending to be busy maybe scrolling through your phone when in reality you're probably scrolling through your calculator app let's be honest how many of you have done that i know i have many times and instead your armpits are dry like a desert and you actually look forward to walking up to this person and starting a conversation you feel you look you feel excited to talk to this person that's the feeling that you want to feel right because socially awkward boot camp can give you the strategies of how to create a quality conversation with someone and for you that means that you can feel confident in starting small talk because you will know how to quickly dive into the deep meaningful conversations that connects you with other people but the real value is that you will feel excited no 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 you will feel enthusiastic to walk up to someone to open your mouth and start speaking words confidently. Did you know that studies demonstrate that small talk is responsible for nearly one-third of all of our speech our entire lifetime? One-third of your entire life talking is spent in small talk? That's a lot. That's a third of your life. That's a lot of opportunity to connect with other people, to learn about other people, to make more friends. And so if you're hiding because you dread small talk and don't know how to transform it into the deep, meaningful conversations, don't know how to dive in from the small talk to the deep, meaningful conversations, you are missing on so much opportunity right in front of you, on a silver platter, right in front of you. So how do we even start? How do we even start doing that? How, how, how do we start having quality conversations? What, how do we even start having, being good at carrying conversation? And that leads me to point number three, that you can do some, uh, number three simple thing that you can do that can make speaking easier. And that is always strive to be 1% better in your conversations. Always strive to be 1% better in your conversations. Every time you carry a conversation, I want you to think to yourself, how can I be 1% better next time? Just like when you're learning to play a sport, um, let's say tennis, for example. Tennis is a hard sport. I'm not a good tennis player. If you're um, a tennis pro, then this probably will not be relatable. You'll be like, Nicole, it's so easy. I've been doing it for years. But if you're not a tennis pro, you're not good at tennis, then you can relate to this. My husband loves tennis. My husband is a huge tennis aficionado. Since he was a young kid, like middle school or high school, he just loves tennis. And he will show me how to properly hold the racket in your hands, how to hit the ball underhand or overhand, and all the rules about tennis, your position, how the game works. He will analyze tennis professionals playing on TV. And I'm just overwhelmed at all this knowledge he has. But how did my husband go from novice to a really great tennis player? like an enthusiastic, he's not a professional, but he's an enthusiast. He got 1% better every time he played tennis. That's how he did it. Every time he hit the ball with the tennis racket, he learned something different. Maybe he hit it too hard this time. Maybe the next time he hit it too light. Maybe the next time he angled the racket wrong, so the ball went sailing in the wrong direction. And he had to 
kind of make little 1% tweaks every time he hit the ball. Each time, he improves his accuracy of hitting the tennis ball by 1%. And now, as an adult, he has fantastic aim. And then I am just blown away. I'm impressed by. He looks like a natural pro. And improving your speaking skills is the same way. You improve by 1% every time you carry a conversation. And it requires, but the most important part is that this requires you to take action. Because if you don't take action, you cannot improve 1% if you didn't have a result to improve upon. It requires you to step outside your comfort zone, to leave your house, to get dressed and leave your house, to put yourself out there where other people are in the community and open your mouth and start talking. And this is how you can make a comeback as an adult. You know, maybe you felt socially awkward your entire life, maybe from childhood to the awkward years in middle school and high school. You always felt uncomfortable around other people. The, you see the popular kids, you know, they seem so confident, so charismatic, so natural at talking to people, and you're just, you still feel so socially awkward. Or, you know, maybe even your young professional years after graduating college, you still feel socially awkward. You still feel like that awkward, blanky middle school or high school kid. Or maybe you're in a romantic relationship, maybe you're in a committed relationship, or you're married, and literally the only friend you have is your romantic partner. Or maybe you have kids and you struggle with making friends with other parents. When you're at the park with other parents and their kids, you hide behind taking care of your kid so that you don't have to be awkward and say hello to other parents, to other adults. I know all of these scenarios because I've lived each of these, each of these scenarios. I'm literally describing my life. And you feel that as an adult, you should have, you should have the skill. You should have the confidence of speaking with others down to a science, but you don't. And if you feel this way, you absolutely need to watch my previous live stream or listen to my last podcast episode where I talk about how to make a comeback as an adult and get more friends because it is never too late. And when it comes to taking action or putting yourself out there, I want you to remember that nothing is ever wasted. Every experience is valuable. Every result is valuable. Every outcome is valuable. Every mistake, every failure is actually the fertilizer required for your growth. Your past does not define you. Any past mistake, past failures, past awkward conversations, they do not define you, who you are today and what you can do in the future. If you have ever, if you felt socially awkward for decades, that does not mean you need to continue living this way. You can decide to be 1% better today and tomorrow and the next day. You can decide to say hello and smile to a stranger walking down the sidewalk in the opposite direction of you. And then the next time, you can decide to be another 1% better and ask a question to the next stranger walking down the street in the opposite direction of you, saying, hey, how's, how's your day going? And the next time, you can decide to be another 1% better. Maybe you're at the coffee shop and you ask a more specific question to the coffee barista when you're placing your order. You say, hey, how's your day going? You guys are really busy today This today, or your, your shift is really busy? Do you see the incremental shifts? 
little 1% shifts. Every outcome of your action is valuable because every outcome you are building upon that. And every time you're stretching your speaking muscles, you know, your voice, your speaking voice is a muscle, just like doing squats, just like lifting, you know, doing bicep curls. And how do we strengthen a muscle? By exercising it, by giving reps. And with every rep, our muscles get stronger. And with every rep, you improve by 1%. And that is how you speak better. And so I hope this was helpful. Um, please send me a DM on Instagram. What was your biggest takeaway? I would love to know. Was it number one? That stop with a negative self-talk. Change the way you talk to yourself. Or was it number two? Invest in quality conversations. Or was it number three? Of always strive to be 1% better every time you carry a conversation. So send me a DM on Instagram at it's Nicole Jean. And I love you all, and I will see you all in the next live stream. Thank you so much for listening to the Speak Up to Connect podcast. I cherish you, I appreciate you, and thank you again for welcoming me into your life. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Just head over to my Instagram at It's Nicole Jean and send me a DM with the word podcast so I know where you came from. Until next time, I'm your people skills coach rooting for you. Let's all continue to speak up to connect.